Welcome to the Human Theatre, a safe space teemed with an abundance of exploration about what it means to be a human in this world. Optimal health is your birthright and should not be a luxury. Knowing how your body works and understanding everything that relates to your human experience comes with the package. My name is Kelsey Buchholter, and I am here to dive deep into all things mental and physical health, longevity, nutrition, human consciousness, creativity, and more. Join me in normalizing the concept of what it means to be a human and the importance of being you. Enjoy the show. Hello humans, my name is Kelsey. I am a singer-songwriter, actor, dancer, nutrition advisor, health coach, and your host. And welcome to the 59th show housed in the Human Theatre. Want to know what nature's true multivitamin is? It's liver. Yep, you heard me, liver. And not just any ruminant liver, I'm talking about wild game kudu liver. Our hunter-gatherer predecessors knew how prized the organs of their keel were, and would consume those before consuming the muscle meat. Stacked with bioavailable vitamin B12, B5, choline, iron, vitamin A, D, E, and K, and copper, you are vitality guaranteed. And there is this new, amazing, ancestrally-inspired company called Liffer, providing you with this prized, nutrient-dense powerhouse, desiccated and encapsulated for your ease of ingestion. And today, I got to interview the founder of Liffer, Ruan Uesthazen. So stay tuned for a thrilling conversation ahead. If you want to get your hands on Liffer's Kudu Liver Supplement, which I would argue is not really a supplement because it is just food, desiccated Kudu Liver, use code KUDU10, K-U-D-U and the number 10 to get 10% off. A link will be in the show notes. Today's guest, as mentioned, is Ruan Uesthazen. Ruan is a health coach deeply rooted in the ancestral lifestyle, from which he transformed his battle with chronic diseases into a mission to heal others through understanding and addressing root cause healing. Recognizing the critical role of nutrition, he launched a desiccated kudu liver supplement, leveraging its nutritional powerhouse of bioavailable vitamins and essential minerals to fill the gaps left out by modern diets. His holistic approach extends beyond supplementation, guiding clients to overcome various health issues by adjusting lifestyle and environmental factors. He is passionate about self-improvement and the great outdoors. Ruan also finds balance in reading, golf, and staying active and embodying the wellness principles that he advocates. Today, we completely geek out about so many topics ranging from superfoods, genetic testing, health, fitness, cardio versus strength training, cortisol, bioindividuality, and nuance when it comes to diet and lifestyle, why liver is a superfood, and so much more. I hope you are ready for this deep dive. Before I get on to today's show, I'd like to remind you of your special 10% discount on any Oxford HealthSpan product. 
Oxford Healthspan are doing important work in bringing to the market high-quality, effective, bioavailable and science-backed botanical compounds that harness the body's innate ability to repair, renew and promote vigorous longevity and increased health span. I interviewed the founder, Leslie Kenny, on episode 6. I highly recommend you give it a listen if you haven't yet done so. So, when you enter Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, all in capitals as the discount code at checkout, you will receive a 10% discount. Another exciting announcement is that I have teamed up with Nutrition Network and have a special affiliate link to share with you. Nutrition Network is an online accredited education, connection, and learning platform founded by the Noakes Foundation in partnership with an esteemed team of doctors and scientists. The platform has been designed exclusively for healthcare practitioners across all disciplines, covering the latest and most up-to-date science and research in the field of low-carb nutrition. As a Nutrition Network nutritional advisor and ambassador, you can enroll in any of their incredible courses using the link in the show notes. If you are a medical professional or someone just interested and you want to enhance your practice in life, actively be on the pulse with all the latest research, be involved in an international community and be lectured by the world's leading doctors, coaches and researchers in the field of nutrition, look no further. A link will be in the show notes. I'm often asked what my skincare routine is, and to be honest, I don't really have one. But as I've gotten older, anti-aging has become more of a priority for me. Yes, I am a vain woman. And our skin is our largest organ, so of course whatever we put on it contributes to our current state of health. So, if you are like me, and are weary of what you put on your body, but also want to age gracefully, then Zero BS Beef Tallow products are your godsend. Scientifically backed, dermatologically approved, and environmentally sustainable, Zero BS provides the solution for your skincare routine. And you can get a 10% discount on any order from Zero BS using the discount code Kelsey underscore Bucholta as the coupon code at checkout. That's all lowercase K-E-L-S-E-Y underscore B-U-C-H-A-L-T-E-R. A link will be in the show notes. I also want to disclose that the content shared on this show is for educational and informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed medical practitioner. And without further ado, here's my chat with Ruan Oosthuizen. Ruan Oosthuizen, welcome to the Human Theatre Podcast. Thank you, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Very excited to yeah, chat all things superfoods. <laughs> uh, where in the world are you speaking to us from? <clears throat> I am in, in Cape Town, in, in Friedrich, so not, not too far from you. Um, yeah, very, very hot day here. I'm sure you're experiencing the same on your side, uh, but we're not complaining. <laughs> we're not complaining. We love the sun. Yeah, we, we love, we the love that. That's the, one of the <laughs> several things we have in common. Yeah. The vitamin D. Um, so, Ruan, you have an incredible backstory. Um, we are very like-minded in many regards, and it's very exciting to have you on the show, um, especially in light of the launch of a very, very cool product that you have, you know, produced, which we will get onto. But um, before we get into all of that, I would love to hear your backstory and what got you to where you are today. Excellent. Thank you. 
Yeah, I think you probably hit the nail on the head there that we are very aligned from a, a ideological perspective. And it's probably because, I mean, we both came from a place where we were a little bit failed maybe by the, the healthcare system. I know for myself, I was struggling with quite a few, I don't want to say chronic diseases, but ailments. And I was on quite a few medications, um, not permanently necessarily, but I had, I had asthma, I had acid reflux, uh, just struggled to concentrate, how to use like amphetamines on and off. Uh, that sounds hectic, but it's like Ritalin. Uh, to just to be able to study. And, and there was just a point where I felt like I went to the doctor and they gave me very generic advice, like drink less coffee and, you know, all the, all the standard, almost uh, mainstream advice that's out there. And I just decided to take matters into my own hands and just started reading a lot, listening to a lot of podcasts. And I just kind of found out that a lot of the information that we've been told about health is just a lie, um, mostly being pushed by the, you know, the, the big commercial entities behind it. And from there, started upskilling myself, um, also did a, a course in, in health coaching and helping people with their nutrition. And yeah, that's basically also without going into too much detail on the on the liver side, I'm sure we'll get there, but where I discovered superfoods and just the whole ancestral diet that our, that our ancestors followed and they were free free of disease and then Western lifestyles obviously started creating Western diseases. Um so that's in a in a nutshell where, where we're at. Thank you for sharing and just kudos to you for taking your own health in your own hands and becoming your own CEO of your health because that's yeah. essentially you know all we can do really and I think it's very important to do so. Yeah I think that's probably the most important thing I, I think everyone's kind of waiting for someone to save them when it comes to their health and it's just not going to happen because as long as they can profit from us there's no reason for them to save us so it's, I, I agree with you, that's literally step one, to realize that to a large extent, you, we are on our own. And obviously, when we find like-minded people, that helps a lot. And to be able to, sh- to share and, and learn more. Um, but I feel like even getting to that point, you kind of have to have that realization that to a large extent, we need to you know, catch a wake-up. Mm. And I think it's also just about empowering yourself with knowledge. Of course, knowledge is not going to fix everything. Like, if knowledge truly were, like, the answer, then I think a lot of librarians would be the most wealthy people in the in the world. But, but obviously, it's knowledge and implementation that is, you know, the crux of it all. But yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, awareness, knowledge, and then yeah. implementation. But you can't have the implementation if you don't know how to implement it. Right? I think there's people who get stuck in a lot of areas in life in the just you know that dopamine from learning that new thing but they, they don't actually go implement it but I agree with you that if you don't have that awareness and that knowledge you can't actually get to the step of actually mm-hmm. of actually implementing it and, and it becomes a lot easier as well what I've found is once you know what to do to, to feel better it becomes more it becomes easier because you know how you felt when you ate x y z way so it's easier to motivate you to, to eat in that way again or to, you know, get that sunlight or to make sure that you get that good sleep. So it just gets easier and easier. Yeah, consistency is key. And I think the more that you 
commit to yourself and stick to your own promises, you build that consistency, you build that habit, you build that routine, and you also build confidence within yourself. Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, you showed yourself that you, that you can do it. And, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think it's also just, like, knowing that you've done it before, it, it gives you that confidence to say, okay, I've got this. And, and why would I, after this, this two or three weeks of, of doing things in the right way, why would I now cheat on myself and everything that I've done on this far, oh, sorry, that I've done so far, just for this one cheat meal or this, you know, one whatever it may be because then you're breaking that promise that you that, that you've made to yourself and that you've been keeping to yourself consistently and at the same time i guess on the on the opposite side of that it's okay i've got this solid foundation now that i've built and just because i go off the road once doesn't mean that that's all null and void and then it's about getting straight back in and yeah for me personally that's where i found i'm having a very busy week it's just that 10 minute workout or that five minute workout or just that you know a quick if it's eggs and steak just something very basic but it just kind of keeps that you refer to consistency and momentum just keeps it ticking along not necessarily optimal but just enough for you to not completely spin off and and you mm. know crash yeah life is non-linear and i I mean, I'm ambiguous about the whole cheat day thing, but I don't think I'm going to spend too much time speaking about that now. But yeah. I think to maybe like put a full stop to that part, I think I would just say don't let perfect be the enemy of good. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it comes down to. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to know, like for you, what do you have? I think I know your answer, but in regards to like viewing health through a, a holistic lens, mm -hmm. do you put more emphasis on, you know, nutrition, sleep, movement, or is it like a combination of all of them for you? Yeah, no, holistic uh, combination. I, I can't really, I've, I've tried to order it before and, and played, a, played the game with people that if I could only do one of, one of say, the six that I, I find personally very important, like which one would, would I only do? But I, I can't really play that game. So, yeah, I take a very realistic view. So for me, it's, you know, nutrition, sleep, light environment, uh, obviously movement patterns, uh, stress management. And then for me, with that, it kind of ties into to stress management, but just my morning routine is something that I find to be very important in terms of how I set myself up for the day. So, yeah, I would say very realistic. Um, yeah, I guess there's obviously elements in that where you can go a bit more in detail, like, grounding to nature, um, you know, meaningful relationships, those kind of things, but definitely a very, very holistic view. And, and that's where I, sometimes I get a bit frustrated with people who see it as, you know, having a six pack is being healthy. Um, because a lot of the gym bros out there, their hormones are wrecked and their concentration probably isn't amazing. And like it's kind of I think it's a slap in the face of ancestral health to say that's that's all that it, that it is, is is having a nice nice rig. Yeah, I would love to double tap on that because health is not the same thing as fitness. In fact, I think no. most of the time professional athletes are not necessarily the healthiest people. I mean, one if you had to take blood tests after one you know bout of relatively moderate to intense exercise like that is not a pretty picture on a blood test. There's a lot of inflammation. Yeah. There's a lot of stress. It's a stress for the stress. body, but of a course you need yeah. to balance it out with recovery. But I, I mean, I'm very outspoken about 
body positivity, body dysmorphia, all the things just with my eating disorder background. So yeah. I know a lot of people just look at these fitness influences and think that they are the epitome of health. But if you had to take some blood tests, uh, it may show a very different story. I actually, in relating to the whole body positivity movement, mm. I, I actually don't care what you look like. I just want to see what your blood results are and your metabolic yeah. markers because yeah. that that will give me like the most objective view of health or or not because you could technically look really thin but yeah. you know the concept of tofi thin on the outside fat on the inside like yeah, what is the what is your body composition doing so of yeah 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 i mean from a from an inflammatory marker perspective i agree with you i mean if you can see so much of the diseases that that people are struggling with is just because of systemic inflammation right so if you can if you can test for those inflammation markers then you'll get a very good idea of, of what where people are at in terms of their health and yeah i think that's actually something that it's probably one of those lies that we were told something like chronic cardio like running 20 kilometers every day and putting your body in, body in a chronic stress state and it thinks you're running away from a lion so it's i mean it's, it's retaining all your fat so just one of one of those elements I guess that, that I also mentioned earlier yeah can you explain that for people just you know if, if that's a relative for people who haven't you know heard about the fact that chronic cardio can actually be counterintuitive to your body composition goals I mean I it's so ingrained in your head especially as a female yeah. like yeah. just do more cardio just run more yeah, yeah. but why can, are you able to explain to us why that's not necessarily the case and why it's kind of the opposite of what yeah. we are wanting so, to strive for yeah, I can do it at, at a very elementary level without like going too deep into into the call it uh, biophysiological um, <laughs> fundamentals of it. But it's it's basically like I said, your body. If your body is in a stress, so you get two states, right? You get your rest and digest state, and then you get your um, uh, fight or flight state. And ultimately, if you're running every single day of your life, you are in a, in almost a chronic fight or flight state. So your body is not really switching off. It's, it's in a very, uh, call it uh, alert state. And it's not really processing your food as it should. And it's also not um, being allowed to actually burn fat sources because your body is under the assumption that if I'm in this very stressed state, we're probably in a, a peculiar scenario and we're trying to, you know, either we're in a war or we're running away from the lion and we'll probably be running into food shortages shortly. So I should retain fat and I shouldn't be burning fat. And so, yeah, I guess in short, that's that's kind of what it comes down to. And that's why they call it runner's belly because I mean, you see, it's, it's everywhere to be seen. And um, yeah, it's, it's actually, you should be doing the exact opposite. You should be doing uh, resistance training. Um, and, and, and cardio is actually more for your brain and resistance training is actually more for your body. So I'm going to speak to the type A's perfectionists, including myself, who have definitely been stuck on the whole chronic cardio yeah. obsessive sort of path. Um, and, you know, essentially when we are in a chronic sympathetic state, so the sympathetic is running away from the tiger, parasympathetic is when we're resting, digesting, we're calm. When yeah. we're constantly um, in that, you know, I would say a, like zone three, four, would you say cardio? That's yeah. um, that state in that sympathetic state. We are um, 
now using glucose for our fuel and our cortisol is increasing. That's one of the big, like another thing that happens when you are in that sympathetic state is that cortisol increases and cortisol is quite inflammatory. And when cortisol is present, you cannot be burning fat. So that's why being stuck on that chronic cardio sort of train is also kind of a recipe for a lot of inflammation a lot of water retention, a lot of stress. And yeah, we're not saying that it's not important. Of no. course, cardiovascular health is important. It's got its place. If it's, it's, got its, place. If it's yeah. yeah, if it's chronic and it, that can, you know, co- contribute to a lot of things specifically in this light that we're just speaking about body composition. And of course, that's not necessarily the only goal, no. but with no. chronically elevated cortisol, a lot of like negative things happen. Um, yeah. Injuries, stress, even like hair loss, yeah. like like digestion issues because it can also 100%. cause inflammatory inflammation in the gut yeah. um yeah etc but thank you and that. runners too right like it's it's another example of what yes uh, permanent permanent elevated cortisol does it's, it's yeah flu, it so. decreases um the strength of your immune system 100 percent. yeah yeah um gosh well that was not necessarily what <laughs> Uh, what I thought that we would be diving into immediately, but I think it's still very useful information. Um, To tie it all in, I think this is a great pathway because essentially, you know, over-exercise can be a thing. Exercise is good for you, but, you know, over-doing anything is, you know, exercise has to be balanced out with adequate recovery. And part of adequate recovery is fueling your body with nutrient-dense foods. And I think we are both on the same page that you know, we both optimize for the most nutrient-dense food because that just makes the most sense for our bodies. We are both optimizing for our health in all regards. So in terms of nutrition, um, maybe let's introduce your supplement. And under that introduction, we can then break it down into different topics of nutrition because your supplement, Lefer, which I love the name. I absolutely love the name. It's Nordic. I love it so much. Um, yeah, explain to us what it is um, initially. And again, you can say the name as well and the meaning and yeah, okay. we'll break it down. Awesome. So it's in essence, it's 100% raw kudu liver that um, we've taken through a, a freeze drying process where you remove the, like all the, all the basically water gets removed from, from the liver and so then what comes out is just a pure, pure powder form and it retains about 97% of the initial nutrients from, from the testing that we've done. Uh, we obviously then put it into a capsule and uh, we deliver it to your, to your doorstep. Um, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's a, it's a Nordic, it's a Nordic, the Nordic word for, for, for liver is liver. And yeah, I've just got quite a, for some reason I've always, felt an affinity towards the Nords and the Vikings. So that's that's kind of the backstory there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to go into the detail now or just stop there with, a, you know, kind of the introduction. Firstly, I thought it was just like a cool spelling of liver. I didn't yeah. actually, I wasn't. That's so cool. I love yeah. that so much. Okay, yeah. first question I have for you. Why, why liver? Like, why, why, and why have you encapsulated a kudu liver. <laughs> cool. So I guess I'll do why why liver first. It's it's the most nutrient rich food in the world. It um, interestingly the reason that it is 
the most nutrient-rich food in the world is because, and at the same time, I want to dispel a, a, pro, a myth that, that that's out there is that people think that there's actually toxins in the liver, but it, it's not like that. It helps with the with the detoxification process, and it's almost the master of the detoxification process, and that's why it, it, it also, well, not that's why, but there is a lot of nutrients in there, because often, from my understanding, and you can also add here, but any excess foods and nutrients in our body goes and is stored in the liver. So that's also why it's so nutrient dense. But going back to why we did liver, it was historically the food that our ancestors thrived on. And even now, if you see, if you see a kill in the wild, you will see a, a wolf or a hyena, anything like that will go straight for the liver. It's just the most nutrient dense food there is. B vitamins, A vitamins, uh, you know, I can go on. Um, and I've, I've actually got a whole, whole list here, but I'm not going to bore everyone with that. But, but basically, that's the reason why. And I feel like just in the modern diet, people aren't eating the way our ancestors are anymore. And that we, people find it very challenging as well to do it. And, and it's understandable because you don't want to go then to add in, to tie into your kudu liver. Why is it kudu liver? You don't really want to go into a store and buy chicken livers or, or your you know, normal lamb liver. Because when it, when it comes to liver... Most things, your your source is obviously incredibly important. So the reason we did kudu is it's as free range as it can be. It's out there in the wild. It's completely antibiotic free, guaranteed to be antibiotic free, organic. So so that's ultimately what it comes down to. Because there's obviously I've I've been speaking to a lot of people, been doing a lot of reading. There's claims that are made about free range, and I don't want to beat down on anyone or or speak badly about anything out there. But ultimately, from my understanding of it. There's not a lot of free, really free-range meat in the store, even if we told it's free-range or it's grass-fed. Most of the time, they're still, they're still finished with a, a grain serving, which is obviously rife with glyphosate. So, so, so that was the thinking. Let's take something really wild, really clean, and, 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 and put in a, in a capsulated form on, on someone's table, something that, that's incredibly powerful. And again, just to highlight what you were saying, the fact that it's a wild animal, so kudu, they have to be raised in their natural environment. So in line with grass-fed, grass-finished, like wild game meat is literally the most grass-fed, grass-finished you will ever get access to. Unless, of course, it's a cow that you know for 100% has been, you know, raised grass-fed, grass-finished. But you can bank assure that any wild game meat that you ever get in any store is always grass-fed, grass-finished. And that is not only you know, supposedly the cleanest nutritionally, but also because it hasn't been exposed to any antibiotics or glyphosate, grains, hormones, hormones, all the things. And it's also been raised in its natural environment. So the animal wasn't as stressed anyway. It's happier. It's a happier animal. Yeah, it's a happier animal. Cortisol that we spoke about earlier. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. Um, So thank you for answering like why kudu. I think that's even more amazing compared to because i know that organ supplements are slowly gaining traction especially within the ancestral health space for sure and we're hoping to grow that ancestral health space especially within south africa um so i i know you said you didn't want to bore us but i (laughs) i'm i'm a geek so i want to know (laughs) all the nutrients that we can find in liver because i just think it will help paint a greater picture as to why the supplement even exists for people of course. So, so it's it's basically all your B vitamins, firstly, and from from what I've what I've 
read and from what I understand, it's very difficult to actually get uh, enough, call it B12, B6, B9, through just eating the, the muscle meats. So you, you have to have some, for, some form of organ meats to actually get to your, your recommended allowances of, of B vitamins. Um, maybe just to touch on one thing, look, there, there's obviously synthetic B vitamins out there, but, but that's also then maybe to go back to your, your question on, on, on why capsulated is people are fine with taking a pill every single day, but your body wasn't made necessarily to absorb synthetic multi, multivitamins. It was made to absorb and process food sources. So this is a food source ultimately that you're putting into your body. So from that perspective, obviously, it's, it's a lot better than anything synthetic. Um, in terms of other, other vitamins that, that, is, that is filled with, vitamin A, which is obviously also a very, very challenging vitamin to, to get in, in, into, your, into your daily diet. Uh, there's, there's phosphorus, there's zinc, choline, which is obviously incredibly important for good brain health. And yeah, I guess just to go quickly to go back to the B vitamins. So I've, I've got a list here. I, I don't, I can't remember all these things off by heart. But from, from what I've what I've seen, incredibly important for your met metabolism of, of, of carbs, metabolizing carbs, your central nervous system function, just brain function in general, just fatigue. So, so like anecdotally, I've been incredibly energized since I've since I've been taking it every single morning, and the feedback that I've got. From, from the customers has also been, look, used to, used to get tired by like three or four in the afternoon. Now I'm just pushing through. So from a, from a just, you know, ATP perspective, also very beneficial. By the way, I'm nodding my head in agreement because I also, yeah. I, I love eating liver, but yeah. these cap, I mean, every time I have liver, in, I mean, I feel so good. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And yeah, I mean, also, very, very interesting is the, the beneficial impact that it has on the, I don't know if you've heard of the MTFHR gene, MTHFR gene, apologies. So that's, that's a, 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 you call it a, a genetic almost predisposition that affects close to 50% of the population. And it impacts the methylation cycle. And the methylation cycle is a very important um, process in the body which helps with detoxification. And if you've got the MTFHFR gene, then your body needs more B9 and B12 to actually um, help with, you know, detoxifying, getting heavy metals out of the body, that kind of thing. And a lot of de uh, depression, anxiety, OCD has been has been linked to the MTHFR gene. So uh, from from that point of view, it's also very beneficial um, to, to to your body. And someone can get a blood test and see if they've got the MTHFR gene, if I'm correct. I'm not sure if, if it's just genetic testing or if it also, look, it? If, you've got, if, you're, if you've got incredibly elevated homocysteine levels, then because it, it impacts that quite heavily, then you probably do have um, the MTHFR gene. But mm. I had genetic test, testing done and I, I actually have that gene. So okay. That's, that's why I also really experience a lot of benefit from from taking the capsules daily mm, would make sense yeah. it makes sense i'm also just thinking while we're on b vitamins for those who struggle with iron deficiency i'm sure this is like a great source because yes not only with the b vitamins but a, a lot of people are not aware that iron and copper relate with one another work on a ratio so if you, i don't know if you want to elaborate more on iron deficiency and copper 
Yeah, so I know this also has a very absorbable in terms of it's called heme iron, um, if I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and it's a it's the most absorbable form of iron that there is. So from that point of view, it, it, it's also very beneficial from a from an iron point of view because I think most people are iron deficient as well, and there's a lot of iron supplements out there, but also I, I've heard mixed reviews about purely just supplementing with a synthetic iron form. Mm. I used to have low iron and I used to take iron supplementation. It was horrific. The side effects, one of the biggest ones was constipation. And I just never felt good at all. I felt like more sluggish. And I've dived pretty deep into, I mean, iron deficiency. Not that I have <laughs> low iron right now, just with all the meat that I eat. Yeah, of course. But um, anyone who has been struggling with their iron, I would really look into the work of Dr. Morley Robbins because he really explains it a lot better than I could ever. But as I said, iron and copper work with each other. So more often than not, you also kind of need to have copper. Um, And I know that liver is a source of both of those. And then um, relating to iron as well, because a lot of people think, oh, I can just eat more spinach. So as you said, you brought up um, heme Heme iron, iron. which is the the form of iron that our bodies are actually able to absorb and therefore Correct. receive and get the iron. And those are only found in animal foods. 100%, Whereas 100% in, plant, in plant foods, spinach has non-heme iron. And that's, we, it's not bioavailable for us. Not at all. Not at all. Yes, that's, a very, that's, a very, that's a very important point. Yeah. So yeah. what, for those people who've never heard this term, I mean, I speak about it a lot, but what yeah. is bioavailability? <laughs> yeah, I also actually really like like that one. And to me, it, it ties into something being a superfood, right? And, and why it's better than, why any food source ever will always be better than a synthetic multivitamin because our bodies absorbs a, call it 10 milligrams of B vitamins from a food source a lot better and a lot more efficiently. efficiently. So the, the toll on your body of, of processing that is a lot less. And it will, there'll be a lot more metabolic benefits from the, call it absorption of something that's natural because of its bioavailability than a synthetic multivitamin that your body is like, what is this? I, where we've, where we've like come from, that's not really what we were made for. So it, it, it come, I think you, you mentioned at the beginning of, of the podcast, getting the most bang for your buck. And ultimately, that's what it comes down to when it comes to nutrition and bioavailability. Yeah, for sure. 100%. So just on another thing that I thought of regarding like why encapsulate the kudu liver, I think another reason is that, again, a lot of people are like organs like you, like a lot of people are averse to organs. But now that we're sort of painting a picture of just I know we still have more to paint, but why liver is a superfood and why it is very important in the diet for people who are not able to consume organs. It's in, in a pill form is very easy for them to just swallow. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's ultimately what it, what it comes down to. And I did some research on, on why we, we stopped eating it. And if you go back to, like, call it pre-industrialization, so say, like, pre the 60s, basically, all, all the books then still had liver, liver recipes in and, like, nose to tail eating. And then, obviously, the industri- industrialization and almost commercialization of food took place. And it just kind of fell by the wayside. And I tried to think about, we aren't really told explicitly that it's, that it's gross, but people almost just assume it. And I wasn't sure, I can't put my finger on it, why? But yeah, I, I guess that's, 
then if, if we can make it clear to people, look, it's going to make you healthier. It's, going to, it's, it's good for your metabolic health. You're going to feel more energized. You're going to focus better. You're just going to be in a better mood overall. And you don't, it doesn't have to be gross because it tastes like nothing in its, in its capsulated form. Then it's, it's, it's almost the best of both worlds. I think you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you really like the taste. I also really like the taste, especially of, of, of kudu. It's incredibly pungent. Um, I'll, I'll have raw liver now and then. I mean, not a lot of it. I'll have, I'll have a, sm- a small piece. I think maybe just on, on raw liver, if you are having it raw, it's very important to freeze it for at least, say, three to five days because there could be parasites in it. Um, but once again, your, your, your source where you're getting it from is, is incredibly important. Um, as, long as, it's, as long as it's free range, you, you should be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that is an important um, caveat for sure. So going back to like all the nutrients that are found in, in liver, you've mentioned the B vitamins, choline, choline. which is essential for the brain. We've yeah, spoken so about important. iron. So important. And, and I think most people don't get enough choline because it's not, I mean, you get it from eggs and most people don't eat enough eggs because of cholesterol. Or they eat so, the eggs, but they only eat the egg white. Yeah, they don't and, eat the yolk. <laughs> like literally the most nutritious, it's, it's also incredibly nutritious. There's so, like no choline in the egg white. All no. the nutrients are in the yolk. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people actually eat the, the, the yolk raw. I don't know if you've seen I eat the egg, the yolk raw. I love yeah. it. So they, they'll cook the white because apparently there is some substance yeah. in the white that could be human. Yeah, that's not so good for you raw. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll they'll just almost break, like, just throw the yellow raw over it. Yeah. Um, like a tartar. So, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so choline, I think, is also a big one. And um, yeah, also been giving it to my parents and I think uh, obviously as you age your choline sources go down and they've definitely experienced a a beneficial impact in terms of just memory recall and ability to concentrate so yeah anecdotally from my experience that's and that's also helped there yeah no it's amazing it's amazing what nutrients but like bioavailable nutrients can do because I've also been on the supplement train like with taking I thought it was like you know it's so cool to like buy the next supplement it's like it's a lot more sexy than you know figuring out your diet and eating the most nutrient dense foods but essentially this is not really even a supplement because it's basically just a dehydrated food um made you know made made sexy for you in a pull form um (laughs) but um I I have tried as I said like so many supplements but I've never experienced benefit from them and Mm. I think as you've pointed out a lot of the time with these synthetic ingredients like our bodies just pee it out (laughs) or they they just cannot absorb it so the fact that this is a whole food a real food it's like biomimicry and our bodies it's bioavailable our bodies know exactly what to do with it um you've you've spoken you've brought up the term superfood and i'd love to double click on that firstly i would love for you to define for your like for you what a superfood is and yeah i think from there we'll see where it goes sure so i'll I'll start with what the the, i found it hilarious i actually had a quick look before we came on on a top list of superfoods if you just go on like any generic link on google and liver wasn't even in the top 16 um i think number one was like kale or something yeah and like yeah. grains and vegetables yeah they, i think the second one was gr- a grain actually you're right it was uh let me, let i looked see. at it too <laughs> yeah um but, but for me it's 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 about 
something that gives you the most nutrients in the, call it, uh, most bang for your buck, if I, if I have to go back to that once again. And it gives your, from a metabolic health perspective, it gives your body the most uh, nutrients that it can per, call it calorie almost. Not that I'm a calorie counter, but it's, it's, it is about efficiency and, and giving your body foods that it doesn't otherwise get. For me, that's also a superfood because that's, it, oysters is probably also something that, if we're speaking about superfoods, is in, is in the modern times, in my eyes, also a superfood because it's incredibly high in zinc that, as a rule, we also struggle to get in our modern diet. So for me, it's anything that you're just getting a lot of bang for your buck and you, you're giving your body a lot of, of nutrients that it needs for, for good metabolic health. Um, yeah. Mm. And a lot of the superfoods that we, you know, the general public are, you know, think of when we hear superfood, it's a lot of, um, I suppose, plant and vegetable matter, which yeah, like definitely... spirulina and <laughs> yeah. They do have their place, but yeah, I think you know, one do. thing that we one thing that we sort of brushed over, and maybe we can again maybe speak about it a little bit more in detail. But like we said, mm -hmm. that there's heme iron and non-heme iron, and so yeah. for example, the animal products have heme iron, which is what we are able to absorb and extract, but the non-heme iron comes in a lot of plant matter, and um, maybe we can speak a little bit about anti-nutrients because. Yes. Unlike animals, plants cannot run away from their predators. And therefore, in order to protect themselves, they do have these defense mechanisms. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like you're probably a lot better place than I am because you're obviously fully carnivore, whereas I would call myself a little bit more uh, almost uh, paleo slash keto, depends. Um, but from my experience, I, I think what's interesting is it, it really does depend on your general gut permeability. And if I've, I've had clients where they've had, they've struggled with gut issues and I've, I've taken them off veg for fruit and veg, but mostly veg for say months to six weeks and they have experienced benefits because like you said, anti-nutrients that really just inhibits the body's ability to absorb nutrients from, its, from, the, from the food source that you provide it. Um, and then, you know, with that then goes, you know, a gut that's not necessarily uh, the most efficient in, its, in the way that it absorbs food and, and, and takes it through your body. Um, but I know, I know you're fully carnivore, so you are, I think, a bit, bit better place than I am to speak about that. Oh, no, I think what I was um, also like wanting to refer to is the fact that, like, for example, kale is a superfood because it's touted, yeah. you know, with all of these amazing benefits. And yeah. for someone who is unable to tolerate that because again every plant has anti-nutrients and of course yes. people's ability or inability to digest because essentially our guts we're not really meant to be able to we're not able to digest and extract all those micronutrients we're not denying that there are micro and macronutrients in kale they are. They are, and, and 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 yeah. fruits and vegetables like they do exist but yeah. In terms of bioavailability, those nutrients are not always necessarily we're bioavailable to our human bodies. Our digestive tracts yeah. are not are not like a monkey or a cow who they have such robust guts that they're able to tolerate and extract those nutrients. And yeah. of course, our bodies are also resilient, and it all depends if your gut is able to tolerate those. So 100%. I was just trying yeah. to say, like, the real superfood actually is something like liver, because as we have you know, as you said, it's like the most bioavailable form and source of all of these 
very essential micro and macronutrients. Yeah, and it causes, I guess that's one other thing about what a superfood does. It causes no collateral damage, right, during your, call it, absorption process, whereas a lot of veg does obviously Mm. cause collateral damage in the the sense of, like you mentioned, they've got defense mechanisms. Um, Yeah, so for me, I, I mean, I look at vegetables more as just something that fills the plate. Um, yeah. Than really where where I'm really getting my nutrients, my yeah. my key nutrients from. Mm. But there is of course nuance, as I think we can both agree. Like uh, it's yeah. essential. It's essential to. I just want to put this as a caveat because I think people can maybe extrapolate things, and I just want to disclaim yeah. that we're not saying that vegetables are bad. They're still a whole. Not food at all. They're still a lot better than all. any any Franken junk food process. Franken junk, absolutely. Yeah. But and there's the, some phytonutrients and yeah, but the nuance is really important because um, you may be experiencing a lot of, for example, joint pain or inflammation in other regards symptoms, and it could be maybe an inclusion of too many of some of these um, inflammatory foods because they can be inflammatory. So, for example, someone yeah. who has susceptibility to uh, what is it, kidney bladder stones. Yeah. They, I would advise them to decrease the amounts of oxalates that they have in their diet. And kale Absolutely. is Absolutely. one of those foods that is very, very high in oxalates. But yet we're Absolutely. told it's a superfood. So the more the merrier type of thing. So, yeah. But yeah, there's nuance. And that's why it's important to work with a coach like Roy yeah. or myself. Or yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah oxalates is an interesting one because people don't know about that at all. Um, and when you mention it to people like, oh, no, it can't be you. Well, I mean, it's, it's, what do you mean? It's veg. Yeah, perfectly healthy. healthy. <laughs> not, not, mm. not for someone who may have overdone it and now has gout and kidney stones yeah. and, and yeah. a lot of other issues. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah, it's very, it's yeah, it's so nuanced as well. And it's nuanced, um, yeah. And and yeah, the problem when it comes to nutrition, like people get very emotional. Yes. So you got to be very careful. Yeah. With, with how you pitch things to people. Exactly. So I mean, I am a carnivore, yes. But I also have coffee, which is actually a high oxalate, you know, food as well. And I have, um, yeah. well, I have MCT oil. It's pretty much me, meat and salt. Yeah. But um, right. I am the least dogmatic person because it's all about nuance at the end of the day. And this yeah. is just what works for me and what has worked and what is working for me now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm just in the camp of camp whole foods. <laughs> 100%. And enough 100%. protein because... Yeah. Yeah, that th- I really think that people are just under eating protein and protein is essential, <laughs> especially yeah. as we age. No, 100%. For, for my sort of thing, I guess if we go back to what we spoke about earlier around like how do you actually build or like how do you, how do you become leaner? Because often people will associate health with, with being leaner and we are told eat less and run more. Where it should actually be eat more protein and gym more. Um, and, and that'll that'll get you there. So that's that's also an interesting one. I think what what also I kind of wanted to um, just drill down on a bit on what you mentioned earlier about supplements is like you said, it's a lot easier to just throw a supplement at, at the problem instead of, of of sorting out your diet. But what I for me from a ideological point of view, why I do like the sup- supplement is that you get kind of two supplements, right? There's something where you kind of just giving your body, uh, let's say you're just throwing choline at it. And what will happen is there'll be a, there'll be a down regulation of, of other neuromodulators if you're just throwing choline at it. But because this is in a, in a, in a natural form, it's coming with all the, the enzymes and the cofactors and stuff where 
your body will absorb it in such a way that it's not going to be, it's not going to allow it to go to like, like blast your brain with like too much choline or like too much B vitamins or anything like that. So you're not going to have that immediate necessarily effect where you have something like, I don't know how well known you are with adaptogens like rhodiola or those kind of things. Um, but like those things you'll feel uh, like on the day, it kind of, they, they call it modulators and, and mediators, I think. And, and this isn't something that's going to just do that on the day. It's not going to change your state of mind immediately, but you're giving your body almost the, the, the foundational nutrient that it needs to sort itself out. You're not, you're not throwing stuff at it and being like, yeah, use this and go on your way. So from that point of view, that's why I, I kind of feel a little bit more comfortable with it as a supplement. Um, mm. Yeah, sorry, that was a bit of yeah. a ramble, but I No, I to... that's a very important point. Um, and if, if I can just mimic kind of paraphrase what you're saying but like you know with a lot of these supplements we just it's just a supplement in isolation in in isolation and it's usually yeah. in its synthetic form and we've discussed about the synthetic form yeah, yeah. Um, and and its lack of possible bioavailability but yeah. in nature nothing not no one nutrient ever comes in isolation it comes in a whole food matrix and if you do isolate something for example like let's just say it's a vitamin c derived from ascorbic acid you yeah. are as opposed to like another vitamin c um where it comes from like derived from like camu camu berry and like more whole food you know a whole food matrix yeah. if you've just isolated one little nutrient as you said like all of these things come in a whole food matrix they come with enzymes they come with the whole complete factors absolutely all the cofactors needed to like digest that and and absorb it and what we do when we have such an isolated synthetic thing is we risk the like absorption of that and it's almost like a little bit of a waste as opposed to as like something like liver where like as it's it's a whole food and it comes in its whole food matrix so you're guaranteed to be able to receive with that all the cofactors all the digestive and that it needs in order for your body to process it yeah and, and your body's also like food i think but often people think of food as like just calories or but it's ultimately it's information to your body right so your body is receiving information in terms of what you're putting into it and and in that sense it also ties into that it's it's, it's coming with all the information your body needs to know okay this is this this goes there i use it in this manner and Therefore, I'm going to, you know, feel more energized and et cetera, et cetera. hundred percent. It's like such an, uh, it's such an investment into your health. Um, of course, it doesn't necessarily replace protein or, you know, no. whole food, you know, diets. This is like, you know, bang for your buck guaranteed, like health insurance, essentially. <laughs> um, and yeah. one thing I wanted to ask, like, would this... Um, just given the list of nutrients, like, would you say that it um, sort of replaces, like, the generic multivitamin? So, I mean, obviously, everyone has to consult their healthcare practitioner. Uh, but for me, personally, it does. I, I don't use any other multi. I don't use any other, yeah, synthetic multivitamins. Um, I used, I used to, um, but now, now I'm just on this. And um, I mean, if you go look at it, if you're getting your A, you're getting your choline, you're getting basically all your B vitamins and then a lot of your P minerals as well. Um, I think probably the only other thing that I would that, that I am currently supplementing with it is magnesium. 
because mm. obviously you do need a lot of mag and it's not necessarily yeah there's not as much, much mag in, yeah yeah so 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 if I have to look at it from that perspective I would probably only add magnesium um, and then depending on your obviously on your plasma levels maybe a, a zinc picolinate um, because zinc is like I said also something that's really short in our in our modern diet and it's especially for mental health and testosterone uh, as as a man incredibly important so yeah. Um, yeah, and zinc is also really, really important for anorexia. They've done a lot of research with that as well, and it makes sense. It makes sense because it it's, it's a mental, obviously, kind yeah. of disease. So, yeah. yeah, and of course, when you are so severely malnourished, you don't have adequate zinc, so it kind of is like a vicious cycle. Yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah, but um, there was another question that I wanted to ask you. So for people, when they purchase the supplement, how does one take the supplement? Can you... Does it have to be on an empty stomach? Can it be taken any time of the day with food? Yeah. So, so I would say you should, you should once again, you should see what works best for you. Personally, I like going for a walk in the morning, getting some sun, and then taking my B vitamins either right before or as I come back. Um, there are some voices out there that say you should probably have um, a breakfast with it. Personally, I, I feel the most energized by just taking it on an stomach, and also I do intermittent fasting. So for me, that, that just works best. But it's definitely something I would not recommend taking after two or three in the afternoon because I've eaten liver in the evening and then I can't sleep. So, yeah, I would say probably first thing in the morning, um, whether you do it on an empty stomach or not, I would, I would experiment with that, consult your healthcare practitioner. And, yeah. yeah, I take it also first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Um... And I think I probably also wouldn't sleep if I had liver <laughs> at night. I really do. Maybe I also have, I've never done genetic um, genetic testing. So maybe I do have the MPT. I would really recommend it. Right? <laughs> yeah. What did you use? What did you use for I it? I used um, uh, South Decode. Oh, okay. They're awesome. Free, free shout out. Yeah, I, I met I met them at um, in Helsinki when I went. They're awesome. Oh, wow. Joe, yeah. Joe Cohen? Joe Cohen, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're, yeah. they're awesome. I learned a lot uh, about myself during those tests. You and I, yeah, it was, yeah, it's like just very susceptible to alcohol, for example. And I never understood why I couldn't drink. Um, so, yeah, just permanently elevated homocysteine. So, yeah. Yeah, huh, so interesting. <laughs> it also, it really helps nuance like add nuance to your own bio individual health journey because you know for all you know something really could be lacking or you're needing and that could be a really big factor in your healing journey for her so that's assistant. the thing we, we we all we all lack something like everyone has a genetic condition mm. like no one has perfect genes because no. over the years <laughs> there's yeah everyone's like the genes have there's like polymorphisms and stuff so yeah iterations yeah, everyone has some sort of, of shortage. I think that's, that's also why I get irritated sometimes by generic health advice because like, mm. everyone is so bio-individual and like we literally have different genes. And although genes is never a death sentence, it is, it's like if I go back to what you said about awareness and education, that's for me ties in so well there. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Um and of course, your genes are not your destiny. Like we both no. attest to the fact that genetics load the gun, but environment pulls the trigger. But Absolutely. there could be some very important information um, for sure. So on genetics and bioindividuality, are there any contraindications with liver? And are, are there any people who maybe should not be utilizing such a supplement 
not not as far like I've done a lot of research on it and we obviously spoke to a lot of people not not as far as I can see um, because it's a food source so mm. it's yeah so um, there's there's some people that say that you could get vitamin A toxicity however that would only be if you like the the quantities of liver that you have to eat to even get there is incredible yeah. and you like no one's going to do that and also if you're if, once again if you go back to the source it's, it's if it's a good source it's, it's very unlikely um that's really the only uh, kind of in that sphere call it kind of mm. thing that i've seen um but but everyone is so different right so like Maybe people can, some people react adversely to, to high doses of B12. I've, I've heard of that. Um, I find it strange, but apparently it is out there. I think it's a very small percentage of the population. So I would say if you don't obviously do well with B vitamins, um, but once again, this is in its natural form. So I'm not sure yeah. that it, would, it would be the same as, as If it will apply. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, but what I always tell people is, is, is uh, it's, yeah, try it and and and, and if you just be aware of, of you know how you feel and stuff and then if it doesn't work it, it doesn't work mm, yeah um thank you for that anything else on the liver um i think we've 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 kind of touched on 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 everything that yeah that, that i wanted to speak about um and and a lot of other things as well it's been a very rewarding conversation okay well before I ask you your last question, mm-hmm. where can people find you? Your Instagram feed is amazing, both your personal account <laughs> and then Liver's account. Um, okay. Yeah, share with us all the socials. Okay, so on Instagram, I'm Zuisinator. Uh So it's Z-O-O-S-E-N-A-T-O-R. And then also on Twitter, I'm actually quite active on Twitter as well. Also Zuisinator. And then Liver, you can find it www w.liffer.co.za or you can use Kelsey's affiliate marketing to get there and then um, yeah that's that's it really and your Liffer Instagram handle Uh, Liffer Instagram handle is just uh, Liffer SA so L-I-F-I-R and then uh, underscore SA awesome awesome thank you so much for that I'll put all that in the show notes (laughs) along with the discount codes which you have so graciously given to us um so for your last question you spoke about your morning routine and i would love to know in detail what your morning routine is oh wow um so i'm going to speak about the ideal morning because there's ideal mornings and then there's like short versions of it when i have to you know get somewhere or whatever but for me an ideal morning is waking up without an alarm which I, i try to keep my circadian rhythm pretty dialed in so it'll be it'll be without an alarm Go for a walk outside 10 to 15 to 20 minutes, um, you know, get sunlight on as much of my body as possible for obvious reasons, setting circadian rhythm, and then doing cold exposure. I, I enjoy cold exposure a lot. Um, struggle to do it sometimes, yeah, um, where we live, but if I'm, if I'm close to the ocean at all, I'll, I'll go do cold up in the morning, and then I would come back, and then I'll do some, I do gratefulness journaling every single morning, where I just write down what I'm grateful for. I find, Amazing. like, Gratefulness is such a strong emotion that, like, it's tough to have a bad mindset for the day if you, you know, set set to the tone. And then I do a little bit of box breathing um, and some stretches, and that's that's about it. That is beautiful. I love that morning routine so much. It like 
everything ticks the boxes to put you into a parasympathetic state and just get you mentally and physically prepared and focused for the day ahead. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's just so counter to what, what other people are doing. They're grabbing their phone first thing in the morning. And I mean, that's just putting you in such a parasympathetic. Is it parasympathetic? Right? Sympathetic, sympathetic. Sympathetic. Putting With you in all such the blue a, light yeah. dopamine. Yeah, and people telling you what to do and where you must be and why is this wrong and like, uh, yeah. Oh, actually, even before that, they're waking up with an alarm. Yeah, start there, yeah. jolting, jolt, jolt at the, you know, wake by an alarm and then straight at the straight at the social media. So yeah. I would say that's probably the number one thing that I would tell people is just get out of bed and don't touch your phone for the first thirty minutes mm. and get outside, get some sun. You don't have to do all the other stuff. I just do that because that's what I need to do to be to show up every day like I want mm. to in this world. But everyone else, just don't touch your phone for the first 30 minutes. Uh, I actually forgot to say, I, I, drink, I try to drink water with some mineral drops in it as yes. well. Because you're obviously incredibly dehydrated when you wake up yeah. in the morning. What mineral drops do you use? So I use, uh, it's from Wellness Warehouse, but I don't have it on me Is now. Is it the trace it's, ones? Yes, trace, trace minerals, yeah. Awesome, yeah, I yeah. that's good stuff. I can't drink water without it in anymore. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> it's just so good. Drinking yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah i know it's awesome yeah. it's so awesome um yeah. and also the gratitude journaling is a big a big one i think it's so important i know ben azadi says it's vitamin g vitamin gratitude uh, cool. yeah just the 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 cascade of hormones that are released when you genuinely feel grateful about something is so therapeutic for the body yeah. um it's and it also strong helps emotion yeah it also helps you gain perspective and re yeah. so yeah thank you yeah. thank you so much for sharing and thank you for coming on the podcast your first podcast ever yes first <laughs> podcast ever thank you Kelsey. congratulations <laughs> and it was an honor to have you on the show no it was excellent thanks so much for having me i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did recording it if you know of anyone who would benefit from hearing this show please share 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 sharing really helps grow the show Another free way to help support the show is leaving up to a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. It really means so much. Don't forget about your special 10% discount on any Oxford HealthSpan product when you enter KELSEY, K-E-L-S-E-Y, all in capitals as a discount code at checkout. A link will be in the show notes. Don't forget about your special affiliate link if you are interested in enrolling for a Nutrition Network course. Don't forget about your special 10% discount on Zero BS Beef Tallow products by entering Kelsey underscore Buchholter as a discount code at checkout. And don't forget about your special 10% discount on Liver's new Kudu Liver Supplement by entering Kudu10 as a discount code at checkout via the link provided for you in the show notes. And until next time, stay safe, stay real. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Human Theatre. I hope you learned something new. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and give a rating or a review on whatever app you are listening to this podcast on. I would love to hear your feedback, so please don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram or via email. All the links are in the show notes. Remember, you are your most important person in this world. Keep shining your unique light. Until next time.